So you got any cool birthday plans? No, there's a goddamn panorama going on. <laughs> I think this would be so much more fun if it were just a panorama. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, if only. If only. One of those, one of those, one of those goddamn plandemics tell you what. Doop, 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 doop. Well, so what are you doing on your birthday then? Are you just staying home? Yeah, probably. I'm just going to, you know, hang out, pick my nose. It's a Tuesday, so I don't know. Am I supposed to do something? I don't know. Just asking. Did you do something for your birthday? I got takeout. Yeah, I'll probably do something like that. Yeah. I mean, I already got my, I already got an awesome gift, so. <sighs> okay. Okay. Here we go. Okay. Welcome to 1010's podcast where we talk tense and make little sense. I'm your host, India Monroe, and this is my kolache filled co-host, John Burkhardt. Hi, John. Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. It's been a little while, huh? Yeah, it has. But I guess... Sorry about that. I guess you have a legitimate reason. You know, I like to think it's it's at least bordering on legitimate. Um, yeah. Dozen, we actually haven't recorded in two weeks. Uh, and that is due to um, my father, the day after Christmas, had an accident on his elliptigo, which is like an elliptical, but it's not stationary. And I'm pretty sure they're death traps. Has he had um, it? Or was this like a Christmas present? He's had it for a while. Okay. And they're like really impossible to drive. I kind of hate them. But <laughs> but he loves it. And so he was biking and crashed and hit his head. Cracked his helmet real good. It's pretty impressive. I'll send you pictures. Um, oh, so this was actually with a helmet on. Yeah, with a helmet on. Wow. If he didn't have a helmet on, he would be dead. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. Yeah, it's I pretty didn't know. I assume that he didn't have a helmet on. No, he had a helmet on. Thank God. Holy moly. Yeah, but <laughs> someone spotted way him. way different. <laughs> yeah, someone spotted him and, and called the paramedics. And somehow they figured out who he was and where he lived. Because he didn't have ID on him. And the police came and found my mom and said, hey, he's going to Baylor. Wow. Go get him. That's crazy. Yeah. So he was at Baylor for two weeks and he just got transferred to inpatient rehab so he can uh, rehab and learn to walk again. That's that's crazy. Yep. It's been a pretty bananas couple weeks. And lots of time and nights spent in hospitals. So, yeah, I'm pretty tired. But, yeah. you well, know. I hope it, he has a quick recovery. It will or, be quick. As, you know, as as good as they, well, in regards to what that type of recovery is like. Yeah, I, we're hopeful. I mean, yeah. he's, he's, he's pretty much all like back there with his head, you know. Like, he knows what yep. day it is. He knows what year it is. Um, he knows where he lived and 
what happens, so that helps, but does he still like wine? He does. He's not asking cool. for it anymore. Oh, was he at be- in the beginning? Yeah, he turned to me one night in Baylor and he was like, "And you, do they serve wine here?" I was like, "No, daddy, I <laughs> <Nice>. asked." <laughs> so, you got to ask. I would ask. I'd be like, hey, "Can you give me some cor- some claws, something?" Yeah, um, but it's kind of funny because if you're an alcoholic in the hospital, they can prescribe beer to you, but they can't prescribe wine. Both the coolest and the worst prescription to have to do. Yeah. Like I've even heard of, of hospitals having a bottle of scotch like under lock and key. Like they would for morphine or something. Right. Yeah. Well, alcohol is like um, yeah. the only one that'll that you can die from the withdrawals from, right? Not the only one, but probably the most common one. Okay. So it's Crazy. been a really long couple weeks, but I'm glad that yeah. you got to do ten kolaches. Yeah, that. Well, you know, um, I felt that it was time for Houston and I to branch off into our own in our own thing. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I felt like that was just a great opportunity to to launch the new show, um, you know, and, and, and cash in on, on a captured audience. Sure, sure. I support it. So so what was the um, accommodations like at the, at the hotel? At the or hospital? The hospital. The hospital <laughs> <sorry>. <laughs> um, his room at Baylor had a chair like an armchair that would fold flat and i like stood on top of this thing i wrestled with it i pulled it from every angle and couldn't get it to go flat and so i just just decided to give up and i sat down on the edge of it and i like kind of huffed and no sooner had i done that did it just collapse and flatten out And, so, like, I flattened out with it and yelped because it scared me. <laughs> and my dad just looks over and laughs. <laughs> I was like, worth it. Fine. You, that's the first time you've laughed in a week. So, cool. But it was awful. Like, so terrible. We brought uh, a yoga mat in. That helped. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I was just kind of thinking... It, I wish I had some camping equipment to kind of like zhuzh it up a little bit. Yeah. Like a like a nice sleeping bag because it's also really cold. Uh, or Ooh, like a yeah. nice mat. Or like even just take the whole thing out and put a cot there. That would have been nice. hospital coffee is garbage. So it would have been nice oh. to have like a camping coffee maker too. <laughs> like the one that we reviewed? Yeah. That would that would have been really nice. I wonder if they'd have been like, uh, "Ma'am, no open flames. Are you crazy? Oh, I'm just making some coffee." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't on oxygen, so it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's that's good because there's been a shortage of that. Yeah, there is. Well, I'm I'm he is he still in the hospital? So he has transferred to inpatient rehab. So it's like a hospital setting but it's more focused on like intense rehab so he's got like three hours of rehab a day um but it's a more comfortable room 
and it has a more comfortable like accommodation for your guests. So, but but he doesn't go home at night. No, this is actually the same wow. facility that I went to after my first surgery when I had to learn how to walk again. Yeah. Um. So it's pretty great, and his therapist is actually the same one that I worked with, and she gave me a big oh, wow. hug, and it was really cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm. It's it's always those situations are always like bittersweet because it's like oh i'm so glad to see you but also i'm sad to see you because yeah. i mean something's wrong yeah oh man but he's in good hands so and good. he's he's a tough one well you walk pretty good so see like you'd never know anything happened to me right unless yeah. i was wearing a crop top yeah yeah because then you like walk all weird in one it's weird it's awkward guys no i just mean You'd see my scars. <laughs> that was from They your don't teach you how to jump, part. though. That was hard to get back. Really? Yeah. I wasn't ready for that. Like, the first time or two that I tried to jump, I was like, well, this is weird. What, like, the sensation or, like, the mechanics? Like, you're just like, I don't know how to do this anymore. Like, you know how to do it, but you, like, when you've rebuilt, like, all of your muscles back. Okay. You haven't done that specifically. Wow. Like you have all your balance muscles, you have your walking muscles, but like the exact muscles and the muscle memory to jump, like right. you don't quite have that. It's just weird. Wow. I hadn't thought about that. Mm-hmm. Although I've never had to recover from like a big injury. So yeah, I don't recommend it. I've never had anything atrophy before. Hmm. I'm sure if we hold my sister in here, she'd be able to tell you all about that. Yep. Maybe we'll add that to our list of guest stars to have sometime. Nah, she doesn't camp. <laughs> I don't camp. I know, and that's very controversial. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, thank you to everyone for your patience and to John for stepping up and providing content with 10 kolaches. With a capital T-E-N-T. Tent kolaches? No. <laughs> content. Oh, (laughs) sorry. I was like, oh man, but that would have been a good (laughs) tent kolaches. You should have filmed the whole thing from a tent. (sighs) Look, I woke up that. So for everybody that's wondering how the production of that went, um, I went to bed. We, we release on Thursdays, Thursday mornings. I went to bed Wednesday night and I was just like, man, we're not going to have an episode tomorrow. I'm just going to have to put a post up. And then I was like, oh, what about 10 kolaches? And so I set my alarm earlier so I can make sure that I got there before they were sold out because they are a very busy place. And um, it's not like one of those artificial um, like barbecue places where like they're like weird and they have to like keep things artificially scarce. They just they're at capacity. So like w- once they've sold X amount, there, it's going to be a while till more are out. Um, so I got up. I set my alarm earlier and I was like, okay, let's see if I can do this because I hadn't fasted or anything to like have my stomach be like, yeah, let's do this. Cause I usually skip breakfast cause I have dinner late. So like when I went to go do it, I was already still not hungry. <laughs> it's like, I'm just going to have to persevere. <laughs> Take one for the team. Yeah. Um, and then it took forever to get, we didn't have a YouTube account. So it took forever to get that sorted out because <laughs> like the creation wasn't hard. I'm not inept on how to create an account, but like there was, um, 
there is a duration limit on videos for your for unverified accounts and for like new accounts. Hmm. They don't tell you until after the video is uploaded. And the video took like an hour to upload and then it was like, "Oh yeah, we can't use this because you're not verified." And it wouldn't put the video back in draft. So then I had to verify and then I had to upload it again. Hmm. So like it just took forever, but but you yeah. made it. Um, I did, and uh, I did it. I don't think I'll ever do that again. It hurt. I felt like garbage the rest of the day. Um, from the YouTube <clears throat> fuss, or no, from the from the kolaches? belly full of kolaches. I put like four pounds of kolache in me. You ate ten of them. I know. Why didn't you space it out? <laughs> because that's not the premise of the show. Hmm. We established this in a previous episode: ten kolaches in one hour. Oh, I guess that's right. And I did so it dumb. Like, Why did you do that? I don't know. <laughs> Shut up. I did it to save us. Damn it. I did this for you. Well, speaking of belly aches, <laughs> what are you drinking? Um, so um because I was gone for so long, um, I never got to get through that six pack of ales that I got. Of um okay. like ciders and ales and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, so I uh, I am <laughs> I got a, I got an Abita Christmas ale. Fun. So we're still doing Christmas content. Um, I don't know if I should have grabbed a glass for this. Should I? A what for this? A glass, because it's like an ale. No, who cares? Okay. Well, it's got Santa. Oh, and look, the reindeers are alligators. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm not really like a beer person, but uh Can you take a picture of that for our uh Yeah, absolutely. episode cover? <laughs> also cuz oh, yeah, I just want to Col- see it. Uh uh Meshes the donut place that I got the clutches from liked the post on Instagram. Yay! For for 10 clutches. So maybe we'll get a like from a beta on this. You never know. Ooh. Now that we've set our age. Yeah. Well, it tastes like a beer. <clears throat> uh, cool, very step one. I know. Uh, it's got some hops in there. I don't taste Christmas. I don't know what makes it Christmassy. What does uh, Christmas taste like to you? I don't know. Like it could be it could be a lot of things. It could be um cocoa. It could be um pine. Like cocoa and disappointment. Huh? Just kidding. <laughs> what? I don't even know what he said. <laughs> cocoa and disappointment. Playing. I don't, huh? I don't even. I'm get playing. It. It's it's fine. over my head. It's over my Move head. On. I was talking about. I was talking about Coco, um, Ice T's wife. That's what I was talking about. I think it's really creepy that you're talking about how she tastes. <sighs> well, you made a terrible joke. I made a terrible joke. Mine wasn't creepy. I have no idea what your joke was. It's like a play on people thinking the holidays are disappointing oh okay welcome to 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 10 flops podcast where our where our jokes flop come for the come for the come for the flops just don't stay for anything don't stay for the hops hey there we go all right we're back go okay back on track (laughs) 
Um, so their description on here says, each year at Abita Brew, we craft a special dark ale for the holiday season. Then Papa Noel harnesses up his team of gators and makes this, makes this special delivery. The recipe changes each year so that Abita Christmas ale is always the perfect gift. It's kind of like a neat idea. I mean, it is, I mean, I don't know. It, it, it kind of tastes like a light IPA. Um, hmm. It's it's not really crazy on the hops. The uh, would you recommend it to a friend? So I I probably the one of the yeah I, I yeah I guess so. Problem is is that I'm as I've said before I'm not really much of a a you know different kinds of beer drinker. But this definitely goes in the category if it was somebody who just had craft beers and they gave me this I would definitely finish it. I feel like that's such a low bar for you though. No, no, there's a lot of beers that I've turned away. Hmm. Where it's like, oh, I, I, I can't stomach through this. But that's not to say that, like, it's a bad drink. Yeah, this one's... <clears throat> I mean, Houston's handed me worse. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, how many tens? Is that, is that mean? Would you I'll it? give this that's a six. Kind of I'm going to give this a little 66. Um, I feel like when you're really underwhelmed by something, you give it a six. When when I am is that be, well? Yeah. Part of it is also that like I recognize I'm still able to recognize that this is probably a good beer. It's just not my thing. Okay, that's fair. If that makes sense. Um, like so, I'm not gonna be like, oh, this is a. Although maybe that is kind of skewing things, isn't it? It really condenses my rating scale. Yeah. I feel like there's, I'm going to taste, I, I think part of it too is that we've been, what about that? You you have the Applejack. I, le, I forgot yeah, that, I'm damn gonna, it. You did, I'm going to drink it. Oh, you jerk. You left it, it's fair game. Oh, you're the worst. Fine. Um, What did I give that? I gave that a, um, I gave that an eight. So I think I'll give this a five. I'll give this a five. Okay. Just want to make sure we're being fair here. <clears throat> okay. Fine. No, no, no. I got to look back. I need to be more contextual with this because I gave some, I gave at least a couple of their fives. The decoy wine. That wasn't good. Ugh, I told you. And I gave that a five. I think I'm, I'm, I'm being too nice. Yeah. Stop being nice. I, Okay, so should I retroactively adjust those other ones? No, nope, you just lower? have to live with that failure. Okay. Well, I'll give this mm-hmm. one. Uh, I'm gonna give this one a a five on the John scale. Cool. Maybe don't tag a beta then. Why? Because I, I wouldn't like a post that rated me a five. Yeah, that's probably true. Anyway. Well, you know, we are, we are, this, this is, this is unbiased journalism here. Uh, we're not sellouts. We're not going to let some big, we're not let big beer tell us how to do things. That's fair. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. Good for you. Sorry about it, Abita. Uh, it hurts going down. 
<laughs> oh, I also um, I'm gonna try a new rule that um, if I don't like it, I'm just gonna try and drink it all as fast as possible to get it over with. Or you could just not finish it. No, because I think it's also part of an experience. Like is the first is the first taste the same as the last taste? I don't know. All right. Well, moving on. Tell moving me about on. your Albertsons parking lot experience. No, oh, yeah, I got another person asking about the Versa again. And and uh, it, I, I was going to the grocery store again, and I parked, and there was a guy hanging out in his car, and I was like halfway towards the back of the parking lot, and at first I thought he was a um. He was begging for money, which is very common in the area. Um, so I was very standoffish. Uh, and I thought that he was just trying to like ask me questions, just trying to like give himself a way to be able to, uh, to proposition me. Uh, cause they're very crafty like that sometimes. You thought he was going to proposition you? Yeah. <laughs> What are you doing? I'm getting my computer charger. Anyway, so you were really rude and thought this guy was a grifter. Yes. Yes, I did. And then he started, he, um, <clears throat> hey, and I, and I, and I'm usually like that because usually the only times that I get asked about it is either at a gas station or in like a parking lot. And the only other times that people ever talk to me in those settings is they're going to try and ask me for money. And so, like, I'm just automatically, my defense is up. Mm-hmm. So, like, my brain isn't, like, processing things correctly for, like, that kind of conversation. And uh, so he starts actually asking me questions about the car. And I, I start just telling him very, like, very nondescript stuff. Like, oh, man, what have you done? And I was like, oh, you know, engine stuff in, in suspension stuff. And he's like, oh, cool. I, I, got, a, I got a Honda Civic that I've that I've done stuff to and he starts kind of telling me about it and I was like oh this wait poor no this guy is a... was just trying to make a friend right yeah and, and I he was thought like, he was oh, homeless wait, no. I well I didn't think he was homeless but like he starts telling me about his stuff in detail and I was like oh no this is a car guy so then we started having like an actual good conversation and um, he told me the very typical Louisiana gearhead thing of interest of drag racing and street racing which hmm. is like 90% of the people that you run into around here. That's what, what they're going to say they, they do. But he's like, but I, he's like, but I have the civic that I've just done a bunch of suspension stuff to. And I would really like to like do turning stuff with it. Because he's like, what do you do with yours? Like, Oh, I, you know, I did a ton of time trials with it in the Midwest. Um, you know, going left and right. And, uh, he's like, man, I really want to, want to, want to try that with my civic. And so I was like, so I told him about Nola motorsports park so hopefully he'll be out there one day. Cool. Um, but yeah, it was kind of interesting to be able to 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 meet a fellow gearhead. He works at the grocery store. Um, so oh, so you can be friends. Yeah. Yay! I haven't seen him since, unfortunately. Although I don't did really go looking name? around. Um, I did, but I'm terrible with names, and we didn't trade information. So so you didn't get his name. Well, he told me his name but I forgot it. You just didn't get it. Okay. Fine, mom. <laughs> it is kind of funny. So um, mean. One of the first questions my dad was asking was, how soon can I drive my car again? No. I know. 
And uh, it's gonna be a while. Yeah. Was he doing any performance driving stuff in the past few years? No, not in the past two years. He went to racing school at yeah. Laguna, like when we cool. were really young. But and he's done lots of track days and stuff, but I think right. he has gotten past that part. And now he okay. just likes driving. Gotcha. Oh, speaking of driving, there's a road rally coming up in Lake Charles. Oh, yeah? You going to go? Yeah, you should come and I'll navigate for you. Mm. It's like a three-hour drive away. I mean, it's I'll be honest with you. Distanced. I'm probably going to be back and forth to Dallas a lot. It's later in the on. Next six months. I think uh, it'd be something cool to go do. If you guys, any of our listeners are in Louisiana, I know they don't do a lot of road rallies, but they're doing one in Lake Charles. And they're a cool way to like spend the day in a car with one of your friends. Um, and it's it's different because it makes you work together. Um, you can try to do it the right way, which is where like you actually like you try to time everything and you do the speed limits and you calculate the stops and all that stuff. Or you do the fun way where you get lost and then you try to make and you get lost for a very long time and then you try to make up time. You're really selling this to me. Yeah, it's a great time. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll keep that so, in mind. Yeah. Um, I'll send you the details. Might be something we can do. Maybe I'll do it with Houston. Maybe I'll do it with Sunny. The dogs did did get to come up to Dallas for a while, which is different because yeah. my dad has forbidden them from coming to the house. He's not a dog person. Oh, and now they got yeah. to go in the house. And I was kind of wondering how long it would take my dad to put two and two together, that if <laughs> I was in the hospital with him and Houston right. was at the house, that the, the dogs? dogs would have to be somewhere. He just assumed that you had the, the house sitter come. I don't know what he thought. I, I think he <laughs> forgot we had dogs, but after like Maybe a day a or so. Maybe of all the things to like, you know, like maybe you could just use this this whole situation, just one little white lie and be like, Dad, you never said that. You've no. always been okay with the dogs being here. Just he the whole family though. conspire. He, he was like so touched that Houston would come. Oh, that that's good. He, he like didn't care. He's like, well, I don't care if the dogs are there. I just don't want to hang out with them. <laughs> 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 but my mom is being all cute and like defending my dog's honor <laughs> like they're being really great so, guests <laughs> does does your dad have a problem with dogs or your dogs dogs okay <laughs> with few exceptions and he actually loves molly i was about to say how could he not like molly She's he loves so molly he doesn't get sunny because sunny is so nervous I I can understand that. But yeah, he's he's I think it's more just he's playing into the grumpy old man thing than he doesn't <laughs> like the dogs. I think if anything, he needs Molly kisses to make him feel better. He I've caught him playing with Molly before. Of course he played with Molly. Who would deny Molly fun? If you no were like one. if you saw Molly and she had a toy and she wanted to play with you, who nobody could say no to her. She's you can't so say sweet. No. She's so cute. And if you if you did, I would imagine that like whatever the safe version of Chris Hansen is nowadays would like all of a sudden pop out from a door and be like, so I see you don't like dogs, huh? 
Well, guess what? Now the rest of America knows that too. And you're like, no, no, I like dogs. And you're like trying to like grab the, see, I'm playing. (laughs) I want to watch that show. Right? It's great. (laughs) Catching people ignoring dogs. How could you ignore this sweet, sweet hound? The guy's like, it's a dog on the street. What do you mean how could I ignore it? Look how sweet it is. What's wrong with you? She's so cute. Anyway, we are way off the rails now. <laughs> oh, Lord. Let's get back on track, shall we? Yep. Um, you wrote that you'd found the ultimate sleeping bag. And I have opinions yeah. after looking at it. So defend so I, why you I think this is this, the ultimate sleeping bag. Well, so this is from our previous um, episode that we did where you were talking about different, you were, you were sharing different um, camping uh, stuff. And mm-hmm. you were talking about some of the features about being able to like stick your feet out or whatever. About the most amazing sleeping bag ever created. Yeah. So I think this one's, I think that this one's better. I think that what? this is way more functional. I would much rather be able to stick my arms out of my sleeping bag to like do stuff than my feet. It it's not about doing stuff. Like when you like to have your feet out, it's heat regulation. Not like you have soccer balls to kick. Yeah, but this I can still do stuff. So for those who well, obviously you can't see what we're looking at. It is like I was I um when uh between these episodes I remembered this website because I've bought surplus military stuff from it before. And I was like, oh, I wonder if there's anything doofy in here. Because sometimes I've seen some stuff on there that I bought as a joke. Um, I was like, I wonder if there's anything doofy in here uh, for the show. And I found this Austrian military surplus tactical sleeping bag. And it is Uh, doofy. Yeah. And so it looks like a regular sleeping bag. But at the top, it has has arm sleeves. It has short sleeves. Yeah, there's short arm sleeves. (laughs) So stupid the top looks like a coat top almost <laughs> no you know what it looks like it huh. looks like the thing that you put babies into sleep where it has sleeves for them but uh-huh. it's still like this little sleeping bag bottom and like i'm sure sarah knows exactly what i'm talking about and she can yeah. text me and tell me what the like scientific term is for it but the way they have structured the sleeves of this looks like bill belichick's baby has it it's ridiculous i think it's i think it's i think it's uh awful and awesome it's awful um so like this this is this is the snuggie it is we should talk about the description though oh what is this like the actual description quote designed originally for crack shots and field marksmen this oh, yeah. Austrian military surplus tactical <laughs> sleeping bag is now ready for the deer stand and other civilian missions. I, what does that mean, John? I don't know. I don't know. Because in this like uh, post storming of, of the capital world, yeah, that sounds really batshit. Yeah, it does. Now, to be fair, this listing has probably been up for months. No, yeah, uh, that's fair. The. And the the photo is a dude like in sitting up position with a rifle at the ready. Um, and it's he has, batshit. Like, a squat hat on. <laughs> but it like if you looked at the but it's like such a goofy thing like you can't take this serious. Um, but 
like it would be kind of nice to have this in a deer stand because you'd be all like cozy. Um, it's just it is such a fringe use case um, sleeping bag. But so like, like I've been thinking that I would want to get a snuggie for my bed because my cat doesn't like to go under the covers under any of the blankets with me, but he wants to snuggle against me and he likes for me to pet him. So I can't do that without putting my arm over the blanket and thus taking the, the blanket off of my torso. But with an armhole, I wouldn't have to do that. And I think that this is very similar. So you're going to get a tactical sleeping bag to enhance your cat cuddling. Oh, no, 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 no. But I'm just saying, like, there is some use for armholes in your sleeping gear. Anyways, you can find that on sportsmansguide.com. It's bad I used to buy I used to buy ammo from them. I haven't done that in a long time. Great. <clears throat> um, so yeah. It's uh rated for 40 degrees, which is not that great. That's like a summer sleeping bag <laughs> almost. I feel like the Austrians really didn't think this through. It is so crazy. I love it. Anyways, Austria got okay, a lot of stuff so. right. This is not that. <laughs> Um, so, um, anyway, so I am really glad that we did that, that gear review. Yeah. Because I needed a good birthday present for my brother. His birthday is January 2nd and we're pretty deliberate in our family about you don't get combination presents. Like you get a birthday present and you get a Christmas present. Yes, I agree. As a January birthday, I strongly agree. Yeah, and I think Houston appreciates that as a Christmas Eve birthday. Uh-huh. But so I didn't have a good present picked out for him. And I intended to talk to my sister-in-law the day after Christmas to be like, hey, what did he want that he didn't get? Um, but then everything went sideways. Right. So when I finally got around to asking her, she was like, hey, actually his New Year's resolution is to go camping more. So something that's like camping related would be really great. And I was like, Caroline, I feel like my entire podcasting career has led to this moment. (laughs) I've been preparing for this all year long. My whole life. Right. And so I immediately texted John. I was like, John, what do I do? And he's like, obviously the, the, the light, the headlamp. Yeah. I like I said before in the episode, like that is it is really neat. I would have a hard time justifying spending my own money on it, but if somebody got it for me, I would be very excited. Well, so let me find you what he said about it. Oh, okay. Sweet. So you it got, arrived a little late. You already got a bit of a review. Yeah, I mean he hasn't gone camping yet, but right. Um, it arrived late, but he said. Thank you for my headlamp. That was very thoughtful, and we will put it to good use. Smiley face. Ooh, and Houston smiley face. added, good for pillow forts. Oh, heck yeah. Which, which it is. Well, and the other thing, too, See? considering that they have kids, is that they're going to get a hold of it. They are going to play with it. They're going to drop mm-hmm. it with the light on and run the batteries mm-hmm. down. And then mm-hmm. when he goes to like, 
gear up for his camping trip and he goes to check to make sure that the batteries are good, they're going to be dead, but it'll be like, oh, I can just recharge it. I don't have to worry about going to the store and getting batteries again because my kids ran it out. Amazing. Yep. Sweet. So I'll follow up if he actually like takes it camping. Cool. We'll have to, we'll have to get him on after he does it. Maybe. We'll see. <clears throat> Moving on from that, I had an idea. I was thinking, what if there were subscription boxes, but for camping? Does that exist? Of course it does. Well, I didn't, I wasn't sure if it did. So I did a little bit of research and found a few that do. And uh, so we kind of talked about a little bit and we're, we're maybe considering signing up for one and uh having different bits of gear to actually mess around with but also review well so john found five for us to review we put them in a nice little list i did so nice i'm so naive i thought these were gonna be like all really reasonable wholesome family (laughs) fun sort of things yeah but two out of the five, we will not be mentioning on this podcast because <laughs> one of them was peak lunatic survivalist bullshit. <laughs> and we will not be giving them any airtime here. And another one. Again, this list was created more than a week ago. Which Let me look at the ones that they, what they were. Another one had some extremist red flags. Oh, did they? And we won't be, yeah, we won't be naming that one either. Okay. So. Well, I'm looking at the the second one and it looks like regular gear to me. I don't know what's wrong with that one. Uh, oh, no. This was the one with the other kits. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, so this okay. one, um, I, I put it in there because it was like, oh, this is peak mall ninja stuff. That's why I yep. put it in there. So like they had like throwing knives and like like mini samurai daggers and stuff and like and I was brass like, uh, knuckles with knives on t- attached to them yeah <laughs> which i think brass knuckles are like illegal in a lot of places too yeah one of them had um had uh like bear traps that's one so of the kits up. yeah i was like wow this is uh this is extreme anyway <laughs> heck? and then the other one um what was let me see the other one real quick what was wrong with that one Oh yeah, it again had some um yeah, had some uh yeah. Yeah, had okay. Some, uh, so anyway, be thoughtful in who ones. you support. If you see a red flag, find something else. And we will always do our best to only talk about ethical companies. So if we yeah. ever have a misstep here, dozen, please let us know. Yeah. Um so I was kind of disappointed that there weren't more um companies doing this but at the same time like i i I can i i can understand that there isn't probably a huge demand for this kind of service for campers but i still i kind of get it though yeah i think people can Um, be really like particular about their equipment yes oh yeah um but i did people are persnickety about motorsport stuff Oh my Campers god. are way worse. They are so much. Oh my gosh, they get so into it. Like I don't about, think there uh, are any winners in that <laughs> competition. Like 
I've ran into some people with their, when it comes to gear that are so their heads are so far up their butts. It's unreal. They can, they can, they can taste a trail mix before it even gets into their body. Ew. Yep. Way up there. Anyway, understandably, a lot of these are very like snack centric. Cause if you're yes. going to just send people samples of stuff, that's probably a safer arena than like, gear i guess well part of it too is that like most of these that i found are like 30 to 40 dollars a month Mm -hmm. so like you're not gonna be you're never gonna be able to send somebody a pack or like any really serious camping gear on that kind of budget um so it's gonna be either like little crummy gadgets or it's gonna be like hey here's a pack of different um trail mixes that you might like or protein bars or stuff like that so I thought the Crate Joy ones, there were two Crate Joy boxes. One was Hiker Crate and Camp Life Crate. And like yeah, let's those go, were very let's go. snack heavy. Yes, they were. So I, I went feel through like, like it, three three sheets of or three pages of Google results and like this is the this is the I could only find five total and two of them were like mall ninja stuff. Um, they're like weird prepper stuff that's not good. Um, <clears throat> so the hiker crate, like you're saying, is mostly what? Okay, so we're back. Uh, we had some technical difficulties, and I am saying this because I don't know if I'll be able to have a smooth transition. So if it sounds wonky, this is why. It's uh, India's yep. fault. She she spilled mayonnaise all over her server. How dare you? I would never waste mayonnaise. <laughs> I have lost my buzz though. Good job. <laughs> um so the let's see here. Um the the first kit that I found was the Camp Life crate. Mm-hmm. Uh and I thought that this one was would like i think this is the one that when i first saw them i thought that like if we got one this one should definitely go to you well yeah it says glamping in the description yeah, exactly <laughs> but i thought it was very like snack heavy and not just like snacks but like they had like stuffed marshmallows as their option which is awesome well sure but like and fun. I don't know. That doesn't help me feel more empowered to camp, right? Like I can eat marshmallows on my couch. True, but they would hope that you would bring these things camping. That's the idea. I guess it's just too easy to eat marshmallows on your couch. Yeah, fair enough. Um, but it does. So, have what did like, you like about this one? Um, well, it's got like a bunch of little cute little knickknacks. Um, it's got a uh, it's got a shoulder bag that reads "Life is better at the campsite." Which I thought was hmm. something that you, you know, that's um, with all your live, laugh, love stuff you have at your place. This, I felt There's like this. literally nothing in this apartment that says live, laugh, love. <laughs> I felt like this would nothing. fit right in for you. Um, what, and then, what if, wait, I'm sorry. No. <laughs> I'm insulted. <laughs> what in my apartment says live, laugh, love no- to you? <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Thank that's you. That's what makes it funny. It's the opposite. Don't put that evil on me. Yeah. Um, and then. I don't know. Um, it's 
it looks like this is more focused for like trailer camping people. They have uh, a lotion bar. They have first aid kit. I think it's like Instagram camping. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. Yes, I totally agree with that. Um, The hiker crate is the one that we're talking about that you were saying looked like there's a lot of snacks in it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's got a hydro flask in one of the kits. It's got a... Which, like, I feel like if you're a camper, you already have your preferred water bottle. Like, yeah. Like, I'm not even a camper, but I have my swell that I love. Yeah. Um, I actually don't have one of those. You should get one. I should. Well, if we get this kit, I'll get one. Maybe. Uh, and, yeah, it's just mostly, like, snacks or sometimes, like, it'll have, like, um... It looks like in one of the kits it had like little collapsible bowls and stuff in it. So again, like, is it thirty dollars worth of stuff? I don't know. Mm. Not sure about that. So the one that I liked the absolute best, yeah, that I thought I would be more likely to actually get, okay, is the cairn. I think that's how you say it. Cairn. I'm not sure. <laughs> C-A-I-R-N. But so it seemed to me like that was really good for both beginners and like seasoned campers. Yeah. So like it had a lot of things in it that were clever or things that like you might not, not necessarily buy for yourself, but you would be happy to have anyway. Right. So that's and, and it had a lot of snacks, which I appreciate. Yeah. And like T-shirts and gear and stuff like that. So I think that is something I would be most interested in. And they've obviously partnered with Patagonia because they have like some Patagonia things. And I kind of just trust Patagonia in general. Fair enough. So I would be really curious like what kind of things they would introduce me to that I hadn't previously thought would be helpful on the trail. Right. Yeah. I think it'd be kind of a cool one. And I think it's kind of the cheaper one, isn't it? I think it's like 30 bucks a month. Well, it has tiers, right? Right. Yeah, they're all they're all less per month than the other ones. By a couple dollars at least. Oh, sorry. A kern. Kern? Oh no, Karen. 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 It's a B Karen. Oh, like the terrier. Sure. Okay, so it actually means a mound of rough stones built as a memorial or landmark. Oh, which yeah. Which explains which explains their uh, logo. Yep. I'm reading that now. Cool. So yeah, I think that one. I agree. That one's probably the most the the best looking one of the three that I found. I would be really curious to see what the data look like on who subscribes for this, like to for themselves or. Who's gifting it? Like, what's that percentage breakdown like? Yeah, I yeah, I would be curious about that as well. I feel like this is a very easy thing to gift somebody. Mm -hmm. But I think that like after you've been involved in something for a while, then you already have most of these things kind of figured out for yourself and you know what you like. Mm -hmm. So it's probably a harder sell on that demographic. So let's see. The regular box is 30 bucks a month, but then there's an Obsidian quarterly gift. Ooh, what's that? So like that's like the really serious stuff. Isn't that way more? Oh, yeah. It's $249 yeah, it's like a quarter. $250. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> but you're getting well, stuff like you're getting shoes, actual gear. Yeah, that's when you actually that, this is the one the one kit that actually sends you real gear. Ooh, there's so. a hatchet. Ooh, that's definitely for worth all your hatchety needs. A backpack. Ooh, a backpack with a flower on it. Wow. Big stuff, big stuff. Anyway, I don't know. I think this would be kind of cool. Yeah, I think the monthly one would be cool. Yeah, the monthly one. Okay. So maybe we I should mean, do like the six John, can we make this point. a tax write-off? I don't, I don't know how that works, but that's not going to keep me from trying. Fair enough. <laughs> Just have to see how that goes. What I think you should do is you should gift yourself like three months. Okay. So that way, like you're prepaying for X amount of months and they're they're not going to like keep charging you after that three month period. Oh, okay. That'll be part of my, my, my self birthday present. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, I guess we'll have to look into that a bit more and decide if we're going to get it, huh? Ew. Okay, so when you look at the gift section, they show you, like, a bunch of the porn boxes that they've done. Okay. Uh, And there's something called a protein puck. Nice. And it looks really unappetizing. Well, you know, I'm going to abstain from this one. (laughs) anyway so john's gonna debate trying this if you guys have any awesome products or services that we should know about uh hit us up on instagram tiktok or email us at 10 podcast at gmail.com yeah we want to hear about it but keep your like tech to cool mall ninja stuff to yourself unsubscribe Yes. I don't want to see that stuff too much either. Unless it's over the top and absurd, then I definitely want to see it. If it showed up at the Capitol last week, I don't want to see it. Oh, well, no, not that. Um, <clears throat> I was, I did have in our, um, in, in the outline from two weeks ago that I really wanted to get a dash cam. I finally decided that I needed to get one because driving in Louisiana is the worst um and i've had nearly uh, so many accidents so far this past year and i've barely driven anywhere because of covid um that i I finally got pushed over the edge i was driving down a four-lane boulevard and somebody cut across traffic without even looking um right where i was coming from and i nearly t-boned a navigator and um, what a jerk yeah and thank goodness for all the driver instruction classes i've taken that i've instructed at street survival several times because this was absolutely like the moose test where like you suddenly have to change lanes at the last second uh because that's exactly what this was um that by the moment that she pulled out i was carrying way too much speed to be able to come to a stop um and hmm. so i had to uh switch lanes um but so 
I went online and looked for recommendations and I landed on the, let's see, what's it called? The Viofo A119V3. And it is. Oh, I thought a, you were asking for recommendations. I was going to, but because we delayed things, I, I did more research and I landed on, on something. So that's what I went with. I haven't put it in the car yet, but I'm gonna I'm gonna probably get it in in the next couple of days and see how it goes, and then I'll be able to provide kind of a long term review for it. Hopefully, I never have to legally use it. So, I mean, ideally, yeah. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Speaking of further car adventures, um, what was the uh, text that uh, Houston sent us uh, earlier this week? About, I don't know. About this your looks like garage. kind of a blur for me. Your uh, your parking garage. What was that? I didn't read the whole thing. Okay, so apparently somebody we don't have a picture this time, but let me go back so I can get the exact. He has a screenshot of the the message from because you guys have oh, like a. He goes on the message boards. Yeah, which is I don't cool. do that. Your um, your community has like a a daily digest and a forum. But somebody wrote, some idiot hit the garage height clearance sign hard enough to break it on one side. So it's hanging down <laughs> across the entrance. I tried to secure it, but wasn't possible. But it wasn't possible without tools. Um, <laughs> I just want to know how you were trying to secure it without tools. <laughs> I want to. Okay, I just want to ask. Like, I'm not trying to be snarky. Yeah. But like. How did you try to secure this? <laughs> Some chewed up bubble gum. If it was broken. <laughs> it's, yeah, like, it's crazy a that... A bobby pin? I don't know. It's crazy that so many things happen in that part. Because, like, it's what? It's five stories. I wouldn't call it a, a very big parking garage. But so much happens there. It's crazy. I don't get it. Because I don't know if everyone's just bored because of the pandemic. <laughs> The, I don't know what it is. What's this it is like in, the, during normal times with regu more regular commuting? Is it even crazier? I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's like a circus in there. At, at your old place in Dallas, in that parking garage, did you all have? Did you ever have an incident? I mean, like cars getting broken into, but not like the ridiculousness that happens here. The level and of it was kind of funny because, yeah, but like my dad has been very concerned that no one's driving his car okay and so i made a joke with my mom about like hey we could just take it back to austin yeah but then i remembered the parking deck i live in <laughs> and i'm like well no i don't really want to bring his 997 there right yeah that'd be stupid but there are a couple other porsches in there aren't there yeah and i feel like like not to victim blame but like i feel like they're just they're asking for it yeah well, you that know, Corvette like, uh, that got the wheels stolen, it's gone. That guy got rid of it. He got rid of it or he yep. moved out? No, because his Tesla's still there. No, he, it's somebody else's Tesla. Are you sure? I thought those yeah. two reserve spots were the same, marked the same unit number. No, he said like some guy gave him the, oh. the video from his Tesla. Okay, okay. Then maybe he moved out. I don't know. It's all bananas. And frankly, I'm resentful now because I could be cruising in a Porsche in Austin. And here I am. You could keep it at the W. Oh, there's a thought. Yeah. But then Houston would only have access to it. Hmm. 
just go in and be like, yes, I am Houston. <laughs> um, I think when I go back to Dallas, though, I think that will be the car that I drive exclusively. Nice. You'll have to, um, yeah. you'll have to give us some reviews. I can give you reviews right now. That car's a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> like That's just a great car. It's so much fun to drive. Uh, it's fun in neighborhoods. It's fun on the highway. It's fun at Coda. And it's cobalt blue and people just have to turn their heads at it. You know, it's it's so great. Yeah, it's a pretty cool car. I saw it. It's a I, great car. I didn't look at it too much, but I saw it in the garage the one time I visited. Oh, it's fun. So... Uh, I think that's about it, huh? Oh, yeah, I guess so. Um, so, yay, we're back after two weeks. Yep. Hopefully we'll have fewer glitches the next time we record. Yep. But no promises. Yeah. Uh, I promise to always deliver a great product from my end. I do my best. <laughs> but I make no promises. All right, gang. But I got a chili to make, so. Ooh, yummy. Do that outro, John. All right, here it goes. Keep it campy.